Tulip. You're eating ham. What's going on, everybody? We're back for another episode of Giggity Giggity Goo, the exclusive Family Guy podcast. Well, my this name is Jay- show is not suitable for kids. You're gonna lose your audience. Phil, get off our asses. He's a phantom. 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 He's a he's a he's a phantom. What's going on, everybody? We're back for another episode of Going Ghost, the exclusive Danny Phantom podcast. And you know we're calling it that because that is all we're going to talk about. My name is Jake, and as per usual, I'm joined by Chris. Chris, why don't you say what up? What up? What up? That is Chris saying what up for the Danny Phantom Christmas episode. Wow. It's almost like it's Christmas in our house, huh? Yep, and Christmas in July. Christmas in it's, it yeah, it'll, it'll be July, July when it yeah yeah. Uh, it fucking does not feel like it's Christmas because it is ninety degrees in this house. Yeah, it's very hot, and I want to die. Yeah, but well, it's not related to the heat. Yeah, it's, it's, that's <laughs> just my fucking depression. Um, but we've got a guest today, don't we? Do we have a third person? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Seeing as this is the second, what do you, what, what do you, holiday special? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah holiday sure. special of Danny Phantom. We thought it would only be fitting to bring back the guest that did, uh, what was it, the, the Halloween episode before? Yeah. The Halloween special. Yeah. The Halloween special. We got Phil, double L Phil Paulson. Phil, why don't you say what up? What up? That's, that's Phil Seuss. What up? Man. You know, uh. I had high hopes for this episode, didn't you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, the, the Halloween app didn't necessarily tickle our pickles. Huh? Nope. And so, you know, the Christmas episode kind of has to, right? And I, I've been building it up every yeah. episode of this podcast, and it's good. Yeah. I remember it being good when I was little. Uh-huh. And I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we got to make sure we didn't disappoint Phil. Yeah. Yep. And if you if that voice sounds familiar to you, it's the guy that yells at us every episode. That's true. For trying to give you the content you want. It's because he lives upstairs and he, he gets pissed when we don't do what we don't talk I, exclusively yeah. to any phantom. Yeah. I spend all day fuming. <laughs> I too want to die. Oh jeez. <laughs> this is more of just a therapy <laughs> session. And that's why we're talking about Christmas. Nothing, Christmas in July. Nothing better than a couple of white boys talking about depression. We <clears> have <throat> opinions. Is that not punk music? <laughs> 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 Phil, how are you doing? What's been going on since you were last on? Two thumbs. Uh, keeping it real. Let's see. Since I was last on, you moved. I have moved twice. I don't think you lived with yeah, us when no. you recorded it. Oh. I was a possible future roommate. Was how I was introduced. Oh, oh yeah. So and now look at us, folks. Heck you yeah. all following along at home. This is the dream in action. Mm-hmm. You too. Actually, you can't live with these guys, but you can live with me. We'll That's get to actually that. why we brought Phil onto the That's podcast true. today. He's Phil doing his press tour. Is looking, <laughs> Phil's looking for two roommates to take our spots in this house. Uh, Phil, why don't you go through the house and you know <laughs> talk it Give up? A what, verbal what, tour. Yeah, what do they got? What do they got to look forward to? We've got a little pros and cons. Uh, early century, modern. Which century? It was in the 1900s. This house was built in the 20s, but it's been recently remodeled. There's a lovely kitchen. It's very aesthetic. There's track lighting and checkered floor. It's super French. Mm-hmm. There's a updated bathroom, three bed, two bath house. All this and more can be yours. It's like when the price is right. <laughs> it's like guess how much it costs now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. If, and Phil, if people want to live with you, if any of our viewers want to live with you, what, what should they do? <laughs> Just hit me up. You know what I mean? By any means necessary. Just Send find a him. carrier pigeon. Get yeah. on a train. We'll tag his name in the in the post. Throw a, a, a rolled up piece of paper into a bottle <laughs> on the shores of Lake Superior and hope. <laughs> Lake Superior? That's pretty far away from here. I'll be there. Oh, man. Every night I stand. So when was this episode released, huh, Chris? December 6, 2005. Ooh. A Tuesday. Ooh. Ooh. Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> December 6, 2005. Phil, do you remember where you were on December 6, 2005? It's a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. 2005. Oh, boy. Probably in school. Probably in school itching. Itching. You think you were, you think you were in school when this was released? I think so. At night? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. The you old think n- yes? The night school. You know what I mean? Let's see. No, I'd probably, you know, watched all the Nickelodeon teasers for the Danny Phantom Christmas special. And I love Christmas. As we discussed the last time I was on this podcast, like maybe Christmas a little bit a too much. Uh, yeah, it is a little bit so too much. So I, oh, I do remember that. Got dang psyched for this Danny Phantom episode mm-hmm. to air. I, I had a question for you, Jake. Yeah. So remember the dress? The blue, blue, black, yellow, yeah. gold dress. Yeah, and yeah. you remember that Yanny Laurel thing? Yeah. Did you see the one about time? No. That came out recently? Uh-uh. Save a meeting scheduled for tomorrow at noon. And someone says, hey, sorry, I have to move the meeting forward two hours. Is it now at 10 a.m. or is it now at 2 p.m.? 10 a.m. Interesting. It's 50-50 split when you ask people. I actually, now that you said that, yeah. I did I did hear about that. Phyllis says 2 p.m. I say 10 a.m. No, if you're moving podcast. it forward, it's earlier. Depends. Because you would say, I'm, it's, is it forward or back? Are the two options? Yeah, but it just depends on how you view time. There's an egocentric view of time. Where you feel like you're moving through time, and there's a time-centric view of time where you feel like you're standing still and time is moving towards you. So it's that some people think like they're moving through it. So if it moves forward two hours, you're like moving forward two hours. And some people, if you move forward two hours, it's two hours closer to you. Mm-hmm. But they said it you're fluid through it though. So like people usually think of bad events like like we think of it, where we said two hours towards you. So you feel like interviews or funerals are coming at you. Whereas, like, weddings you're looking forward to, but you say forward the other way. Interesting. And, like, you're looking forward to the holidays, but some people say the holidays are coming up. Like, they're coming towards you. Hmm. So, it's just, I don't know. I saw it in line. It's, it's an interesting illusion. What the fuck? That's so weird. And they said there's no, like, objective one is it because it switches so often depending I don't, on what you're doing. But I, it's <laughs> I just don't think that I would ever think the opposite. What, yeah. did, what did you guys say? He said two. I said ten. This is already the most Rogan episode. <laughs> That has happened. <laughs> it's, uh, not, it's not Rogan quite yet. Take the fucking mask off, huh? <laughs> no, it's it's been interesting. So Phil said originally 2 p.m., right? Yeah, I think so. And I always worry that... I remember when I first saw that, and my first thought was 2. And I worried that that just makes me a, a like a, a put-offy kind of person. I'm like, cool. Well, yeah. I'm going to interpret that to where I don't have to do it sooner. Oh, gotcha. I like how you were so quick to agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but then you didn't fucking acknowledge it, so I was like, oh, no. I also saw something on TikTok. That was like the Yanny Laurel thing. Oh, are you on TikTok? Yeah. Mm. Was, <laughs> this is just a week recapped right now. Yeah, it's a Yanny Laurel thing, but it's, uh, did you see that one? Where it's there's two words, and you can cover one, and you hear the other one. And if you cover the other one, you hear the other one. I mean, I've seen a bunch of those. That's like the... It's weird. Like with songs and wow. like... uh. I don't know, like mumble rap kind of stuff where it's like, you you know. Ah, yes. But yeah, so that's. Is mumble rap a real thing or like a real term? 
Yeah. Or is well, that like a what do you mean term why? Like is that like a real genre or is that just uh, like a No, it's uh, kind of deemed offensive. Is it? Yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Well, it depends. I mean I guess it's like saying Muzak, right? What is that? No, Muzak is, is elevator music, isn't it? Well, I mean, that was my impression. But I didn't think that was a nice thing to say. I don't I know. Think, I mean, well, if it's I about apologize. elevator music, it's probably fine. I apologize to all the elevator music writers. I'm pretty sure Muzak is just like yeah, I thought it was just yeah. like very generic yeah. music. Yeah, most people find mumble rap offensive, but it depends. I've never once thought of that until so yeah, said, it out said, loud. It. Yeah. said it out loud. Yeah, well, we're all we're all reckoning with our implicit biases this mm-hmm. month. So. We're learning every day. We try, but so that was that's where Phil was. Uh, do you want? <laughs> do you want? <laughs> do you want to know where uh, where the Devin was? Nair was? <laughs> was it six feet under? Yeah. <laughs> it was the third president of Singapore. He was born 1923, died December 6, 2005. Wow. Along with Danny Williams and Charlie Gould. That's all that happened, did it? Well, and so, several villagers were shot during protests in China. Jesus. That's the only thing that this website has for well, today. Well, thank goodness this episode came out to splash <laughs> in a little bit of positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, realistically, though, I see Luxembourg, South Africa, China, and Singapore. None of the kids watching this episode knew this was happening. <laughs> this is a very American-centric. It's true. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Plus, 2005. No one even knew other countries. No news in Amity Park. No. We're probably fresh off the USSR disbanding, huh? What? <laughs> that wasn't that long ago. It wasn't like the that 80s. That was in the 90s. Yeah, 90s, 90s. 91, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's not, it's not that long ago. <laughs> it's only... Wait, okay. Now I'm getting confused. It's like 14 years. Was that the same it. time... Was the Berlin Wall falling when the USSR disbanded? Uh, like was that a part of the same thing? Separate events, but similar genre of events. But was it like immediately one after the other kind of thing? Well, when did Gorbachev I think tear the it down? Berlin Wall was first. I think it was ninety one, or I don't know. We don't need facts. There's two laptops. Yeah, it's and fucking ninety one. No, it's ninety one. <laughs> yeah, it's it fucking. Matter. Yeah, you don't fucking believe me? Email <laughs> yeah. goldghostbot at gmail This is the most rogue, and we just say stuff. That's so crazy. We're still in Take the fucking mask off. That's <laughs> so crazy. I'm, I'm very. <laughs> please put a mask on. I think okay, and here we go. As long as we're being topical, I've been confused by this because I think wearing a mask is pretty cool. Like, just in general. I was always jealous that our culture didn't have it as a more ubiquitous thing. So now I'm psyched it's here. You can wear a mask and be a cool-looking dude. Also, if you have a face like mine, you're more inclined to hide half of it as much as you can. (laughs) I literally had a friend today that I was with tell me that he thought it was not manly to wear a mask. That's so funny. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand that I can see that friend saying that. And all of us are noted manly men, so... Yeah, Yeah, I don't... I mean, it doesn't help having Rogan yell at you, but the... (laughs) I saw. Did you see that video of um, compilation of the people testifying against why they shouldn't wear masks at oh, Florida? Oh yeah. gosh! And it was like, I don't want to ruin God's perfect breathing system. They want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. Well, you know what'll do that? Coronavirus. I don't wear a mask for the same reason <laughs> I don't wear panties. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un- wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. Yeah, it's so dumb. Just put a mask on. Because worst case scenario is nothing happens and you put a little cloth on your face and yeah. best case scenario is people don't die. Yeah. Like you think uh Jack and Maddie Fenton would wear masks? Well Maddie does every day. That's true. I don't Jack. think I don't think we could find one that fits Jack. That's a good point. You'd have to find like a, a ship's sail. <laughs> <laughs> That's so big. But I forgot we weren't doing an episode of the JRE and we gotta go back to exclusively Danny Phantom Danny Phantom Podcast. Oh Joe Rogan experience. Yeah Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. 
So, so we got to stop talking about conspiracy theories and start talking about Danny Phantom theories, huh? Exclusively, yeah. Powerful going ghost podcast. The fright before Christmas. You fright wanna, before Christmas. You want to hear it's about? You want to hear what it's about? Tell me, please. I I will. You ready for some spoilers? <gasps> Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched season Uh-oh. two, episode ten of Danny Phantom. But Danny Fenton hates Christmas. When he accidentally destroys the only copy of a ghostly Christmas story, the book's author, ghostwriter, makes Danny hate the holiday even more by turning him into the main character of a brand new Yuletide tale. Danny's now trapped where everyone talks in rhyme. With his magical quantum keyboard, Ghost Rider creates a series of catastrophes that threaten to ruin Christmas for all of Amity Park and pins the blame on Danny. When he goes to confront the Ghost Rider in the Ghost Zone, he's surprised to find his old ghostly enemies. And that's and then they have to team up to fight Ghost Rider and restore the spirit of Christmas to Amity Park. And you, perhaps to his own heart. Do you rehearse reading that prior? No. I, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was enraptured. Some go better than others depending on how they're written. <laughs> no, that, that one was a longer. Well, that one basically spoiled the whole fucking thing. Butch so. wrote that yep. one himself. That's just at home, huh? <clears throat> they do, but you know, I don't expect people to watch this, even though they should. So we gotta give them some. Context. Watch along with yeah. us. So they what should. do you think? Should we dive on into the episode, huh? Oh yeah, yep. season two, episode ten of Danny Phantom: The Fright Before Christmas. Now this episode opens with a cold open, which is something you see pretty fucking often in Danny Phantom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Christmas time in Amity Park. Wow. Uh, everyone's at the fucking mall trying to get toys and presents and shit. And uh, we got the trio of friends walking around. First thing I want to say about the episode. Is it animated differently? You would know because you saw like the last week. Like you've seen yeah. what last week was. It looked different. It looked... It looked a little like different. cleaner. Yeah. It looked brighter and more yeah. saturated. But maybe it's because it was a Christmas special. Yeah. Like, we'll see if it goes back or not. Yeah. I, I wrote Coronavirus. Yeah, they were not social distancing at that mall. Well, I wonder if, like, I mean, I kind of hope stuff goes back to normal and we can be in packed arenas at some point again, yeah. but what if what if it doesn't? And then whenever we watch stuff, it just, like, looks weird. Yeah, I don't know. Because even, we've had this for, what, a couple months? Yeah. Or, like, a few months. Even just watching the show, my first thing I thought of when there's a huge mall is, like, I can't do that. Yeah. So it's, like... <laughs> I don't know if it ever, like, will get back to that. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, you know, if we had a vaccine and everyone says it's done, but, like... Otherwise, we'll be watching these old shows with packed malls and being like, oh, you remember? (laughs) People listening to this podcast five years from now, uh, write in and tell us what's happening. (laughs) Yeah, we'll still check the fucking email. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. So they're all shopping at the mall. Sam is all chipper running around celebrating all the holidays. Yeah. And then, I love her. And then Danny is just fucking Scrooge. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) He hates it. I I also wrote down because Sam was, you know, running around going like, Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. Hanukkah. And then, y- yike. She, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was like the only one, but she walked, like that. she like did a sharp turn to what looked like the only black person in, in the mall around them. Yeah, other than said, Tucker. And said, was it Happy Kwanzaa? Let's have a kick in Kwanzaa. I have a kick in Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. And I think it, I would say that it is the only black person because instead of being like, hey, thanks, he clearly like looked at her yeah. like the office. Yeah. Like Stanley used to do. <laughs> Where he's kind of like, all right, and it's then like so walked away. Weird, like it was just like, it almost it also felt like uncharacteristically for Sam. Like, well, it felt weird that I think the the black guy did acknowledge that it's kind of racist. Yeah. So that means that the writers knew it was kind of racist. This went through a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah like, because if he should have said have a kick in Kwanzaa to a black guy, and he would have done like finger guns. Then like us watching it could have been like, oh, that's kind of insensitive. Yeah, but clearly they meant it in a good way. But I feel like they they framed it in a way that 
Sam was be- they they show Sam as being insensitive, which means yeah. that the writers as a joke knew it was insensitive. And not even insensitive necessarily, but just like obviously weird. Yeah. Not like, it's like you tone know. deaf, you know. Yeah. And maybe it was to show that they thought Sam was just like tone deaf or crazy. And she was going nuts for the holidays. Yeah, and not and just kind of spreading it. Too that was far the around. that was the coldest part of the cold open. Not only was it a cold open, <laughs> deeply shocking, uh, but she was being fucking ice cold. Happy Sam. Yeah. Super happy Sam. And I, I already liked her a lot when I was just a boy. Me too. Can you imagine when I started mm. seeing her spouting off just as much Christmas cheer as myself? Ooh. Cupid has spoken. I have yet to see a, a Sam cosplay that I think matches how I feel about Sam. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually when I see people cosplay as Sam, they're like the, the like really goth girls. I don't and, think I've ever seen Sam. And I know goth. Sam like is goth. What's so the last name? Sam Manson? Yeah. So I know like Sam, you might like them. They have... They have the stuff you like in we're getting to a weird place. The, what we're getting to a weird the, place uh, i'm just saying like the cosplay is usually like w- they focus more on the goth part hmm. and that probably is fair because sam is really goth in the show but in my head i don't really think of the goth part of sam as like a goth person you see in real life so. you like the rich waspy part of sam <laughs> but but with the the outfit and the dark hair and the attitude so like if there's girls that look like sam but without the intense goth aspect of it we'd be we'd be all good Chris, I'm looking at some of these. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not a- saying any of them are unattractive. I'm. What makes you think they're my type of person? Well, I don't know. I haven't looked at it recently. Oh. The, the ones I've seen seem more like the people I, I, I know for a fact you would find attractive. I came into this hoping we would give Chris an episode he didn't have to edit a ton. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping, we we're keeping it. Listen, I think most of this... Listen, there's there's been very few episodes I've cut out content out of. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I want to talk about all their fits. They're yeah. all they're all pretty stylish this episode. Yeah, that's true. Like, I liked all their jackets. I was gonna say Danny had a nice coat. Yeah, so did nice Sam. Coat. So did Tucker. Like, yeah. He had a turtleneck. Sam had a cool t- jacket. Like uh, Jazz has a cool jacket later. They must have had a big budget for this episode to draw all that shit. Yeah, and that's I think that's part of why it struck me is that you don't see them in any other outfits. Yeah, they're always in their their outfits, but they had jackets, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so at the mall, they they start calling out how uh, how Scroogey Danny is, yeah. about how he fucking hates Christmas. And then Tucker says something like, "Oh, well, don't you remember this is how it is every year?" Because yeah. apparently Jack and Maddie Fenton fight every single year yep. about whether or not Santa Claus exists, <laughs> <laughs> and that yep. ruins Danny's Christmas every year, and so he hates the holidays. Uh huh. Let's talk about that argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one the crux- do, do the two of you believe in Santa Claus? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, Christopher. I mean, you do. Well, what do you want me to say? You can't the take truth? that risk. You like, can't take as, that risk. As, as a kid, I believe in Santa, and I will tell my kids about Santa. I'm going to tell your kids Santa doesn't exist. Well, then you're not going to be around. Though. I'm going to write him letters. No, he only I, doesn't exist if you're Italian. I, <laughs> I'll tell him Jake's just a bad kid. And yeah. Santa <laughs> left him. Yeah, if it's if you're Italian, then his name's uh, Santonio. Santonio. <laughs> he brings salami. <laughs> but you bring salami to the grave of all your people fighting in Jersey. What? <laughs> fighting in Jersey? Sopranos. Down the chimney. But yeah, no, I, I believed in Santa as a kid, and then Santonio you know, brings a fucking slice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give my Lucy and I talked about it, and we'll both. Are, raise if we have future kids believing in santa but i mean i think it's an important part of the holidays yeah so i think i'm not gonna be one of those parents it's like not fucking real like i'm giving you these presents (laughs) (laughs) stephanie's family is uh very very uh 
Christmassy. Yeah, so my mom. So my mom oh. still does Santa. So are you like, guys kind of all be a, wink. A regular Jack and Maddie. Come come the time. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck. I <laughs> whatever she says, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You should yeah. bring in Santonio. Santonio. <laughs> Tell your kids. You well, sp- you're supposed to leave them a nice fucking stringy cheese slice at Slice of cheese pizza. I don't know why this is relevant now, but you, you should tell the, the listeners the prank you want to pull on your future kid regarding his name. If you're listening, kid, <laughs> I pause. Thought, I haven't thought of this in a long time. I thought time. about it a lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> why? Because it's funny. Just, just give him a quick I, recap. 30 I seconds. I thought it'd be funny if, uh, if, if, if I had a kid and like... Say we named him. I don't know, just anything. J- Jack Santonio. And I went and I, and and when he was a baby, I would go up to him and like <laughs> put my hands on the side of his head and look him in the eyes and say, "No, you not Jack, you monkey." <laughs> and he'd just stare at me and I'd be like, "You are named Monkey." It's like and your just, wife is lying to you. Yeah, mom is wife. lying to you. Your name is Monkey. You are a baby monkey. And then we would all come over as guy friends and do the same thing. <laughs> or we'd be like, oh, hey, how's Jack? Hi. And we'd get alone with him and be like, Monkey, how's it going? And then they'd slip him a dollar or two. Are you safe? Yeah, I just like, you safe, Monkey? Don't let her change you. <laughs> and then this baby boy will grow up thinking he's a monkey. And then Jake and all of his friends are taking care of him until he can be reunited with his real family. <laughs> That's the most insane thing to do to a child oh, I've heard in weeks. It's so funny. And I'm picturing the kid eventually snapping when he's like 13. Or like, <laughs> you're not no, my real mom. No, I picture him being like in like seventh grade science class or whatever. And the teacher's like, hey, Jack, shut up. <laughs> I've had it. I've lived with this for too long. <laughs> or I'm picturing like, yeah, he's like 10 or 12 or whenever they get pretty like confident. He goes up to his mom. And then she's just yelling. I'm just like, take your clothes up, like, like, clean your room. And he's like, you know what, mother? You won't let me see my real family. <laughs> she's like, Jack, what are you talking about? And he's just like, I want to be with them. And pulls out like a picture of gorillas or something. And he's what like, about these are my that I people. printed out and gave him like when he was four years old? <laughs> Frame it. Sleep under his pillow. I'm fucking in the other room just crying my sword. It's the long game know, has finally paid off. I want to know what therapist would take that case. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She's like, your family did what? He's like, my dad believed us. My dad told me my name was Monkey my whole life. What would happen when he starts learning about evolution? He'd be like, you know. <laughs> he just sees the pictures like, Papa. All these other kids became humans, but I'm still that first picture. I'm still Monkey. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. I'm gonna, sweating so far. That is yeah, dumb. That's going to be so bad, but... You hear that? You hear that? Social services. If you ever need to look, <laughs> yeah, listen to this. CPS. This is not a confession. Well, damn. Yeah, uh, I currently don't believe in Santa Claus, but I will pretend <laughs> that I do. Uh, <laughs> so Danny's all upset. Yeah. About it's Christmas, so he says he's going to go to the ghost zone and let out his frustration. What was the first thing you thought of when he said that? Beat your fucking meat in the ghost <laughs> zone, Danny. Is that what he said? Is that what you thought? Yeah. I thought he was just going to go beat up ghosts. That's I what like, I thought, too. I don't think... You can't be like oh, the cops. Oh, shit. But instead he... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, but no. Instead, he's just having target practice. Yeah, yeah which is... Just throws, I guess that's fair. Well, first of all... Okay, so he he goes in the ghost zone and he destroys presents. He yeah. just throws them in the air and destroys them. He had to pay for those presents in the first place, didn't he? Also, ornaments. Unless he stole them. Could be. Or they, they were wrapped. Yeah, you can steal wrapped presents. I suppose. I don't know. I don't know what Danny's big deal was, but yeah, he's... Letting out frustration in the ghost zone, and then you see a our, our ghost of the episode. The ghost writer. Yep. Hmm. Drake. <laughs> uh, and he's writing his Christmas poem called The Fright Before Christmas. And then Danny, in his frustration, doesn't he accidentally break into the place and destroy the poem? 
Well, no. <laughs> How does it work? He's shooting all those things, and then one of the Ghost Rider exits his mansion all happy and oh, shows yeah. his poem, and then one of Danny's ornaments or whatever floats in front of the poem, so Danny shoots it, not seeing the poem behind oh, it, and then it blows up, and then the Ghost Rider freaks out at him. Fuck. And he's like, how could you? Damn. Phil, you're an artist. Have yep. you ever uh, have you ever made something that was so great, and then you accidentally destroy it immediately afterwards? What a metaphor. Uh, <laughs> uh, hmm. I don't know. See, well, and I've also had to go through not only art school, but also design school at the same time, where you're taught to metaphorically kill your babies. So I've tried to just, like, not let it bother me if that has happened. Uh, usually the other students and your professors do the destroying for you, so. Yeah, well, you, you need to share more of your art. That's true. Hey, <laughs> if you want to see some of my art, come live with me. Uh, <laughs> Everyone listening to this podcast, go to Philip's Instagram page, which will tag and comment hashtag share the art on all of Phil's photos. Release I'll it. Fucking do it. And then, yeah, and then we'll fucking bully Phil into releasing more art. Actually, if you, want to see, if you do want to see my art, go to my Vizco. I don't think it's a super appropriate time to be sharing a lot of me content on Maine, but Vizco That's is fair. just where I throw the, the, the leavings. We'll go to Phil's Visco and see his see his art. But Chris, what about you? You ever destroy anything like that? Uh, not intentionally. You ever like accidentally delete? I'm a, trying to think. Lose a roll of film? No, I haven't shot that much film recently. No, I'm trying to think. I have. To, I'm pretty anal about stuff though, so I try to save a lot and back stuff up a lot so that doesn't happen. But I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever lost anything. You know who is really bad at backing stuff up? The Ghost Writer. That's Ooh. this true. episode. Well, that's Hard lesson right there. That's what happens when you write it on paper? He only has mm-hmm. one copy. Mm-hmm. I imagine that has to happen a lot in the past, though. Yeah. When you had to, like, oh, actually printing press stuff. Can you imagine? Oh, for sure. Or write by hand. Like, yeah. Oh. You have to re- if you wanted a copy, you had to rewrite it. I wonder how often that happened. Like, a monk, like, page 400 out of 403 of his illuminated manuscript, gone. Well, you're writing next to candle. Yeah. One slip. When you're drinking that monk beer all day. Yeah, or you your town gets up. raided by anyone sure. around. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that was yeah. the whole thing. The uh, the Library of Alexandria burned down, and we lost all that knowledge up to like whatever year that was. Yeah, that's crazy. Doesn't happen anymore. So you could say winter no Audible sponsorship. <laughs> like, if only. <laughs> yeah, we're not sponsored by Audible. Who are we sponsored by, Chris? Uh, Benton Distillery, Gunner Ghost Gin. Ooh, Phil, what do you think of the cocktail? Oh, you already fucking drank it. Me oh, too. It is gone. Oh yeah. I listen. I drink well. <laughs> I <laughs> I drink a lot of gin. I I like gin. Drink this is some good gin. It really is, though. Actually, <laughs> like sponsorship aside, everything that Bent makes is pretty good. They do some cool stuff. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty unique. Like they have weird stuff, but it usually pays off. And yeah. at the very least, it's fun to talk about and show your friends. They always yeah, have a great. Uh, back when we had state fairs. They always had a great presence at the state fair. They had crazy beers and stuff. They really? Were super I don't, good. I don't, I don't they did like, oh, and check me on this Bent Brewstillery right in. They did, uh, I'm pretty sure they were the ones that did like the Lefsa beer. They did the Mini Donuts beer. I oh, think. did they? Yeah. They get, the they Mini get, Donut they get one's good. Mini Donuts good. They it's do good get stuff. wild. It's no, good I, stuff. I feel you know, like. It's, you know it's the, okay. Now they're on the topic. Phil, you're, you're, you're a uh, Minnesotan. Truly. What is your favorite flavored beer from the state fair? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, not hmm. including the uh, blue. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, we're talking like wackadoo yeah, yeah, yeah. beers that you can't buy any other time yeah. of the year. Honestly, 
It's at the uh, it's at that cool Northwoodsy themed restaurant where you can get a yeah. boatload of perch. I was very surprised that the dill pickle beer is very good. It sounds so gross. It's, it's it was it, way f- better than it deserved it's, it's to be. It's definitely an acquired taste, and they but it's, float it a pickle and some cheese in it. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, another beer I really like is called Cucumber Crush, and it's not far from that. It's a little less sour, but it does have kind of a cucumbery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, State Fairs. They'll be back next year. Hopefully. Hopefully. What's my favorite beer from the State Fair? Jake, what's your favorite beer from the State Fair that you can't get any other time of year? The Key Lime Pie Beer. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't have any crazy Are you ones. kind of a dessert boy? Uh, in, like in terms of... Just in life. No. No, huh. I mean... Huh. 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 Uh, I feel like you like sweet stuff, though. I like sweet stuff, but I don't like chocolate that much. Or like, hmm. or like candy bars or anything like that. So Danny's trapped in a poem. <laughs> <laughs> By the ghostwriter. Jake, you're a writer. I am a writer. You're Are you a also guts. a ghostwriter? <laughs> I Tell the truth. don't believe I have ever done that. Mm. Have you ever trapped someone in a poem? <laughs> uh, I've trapped memories of loved ones in poems. Nice. <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't think I... Uh, I usually write poems for holidays poem. or like birthdays or anniversaries. But Danny's trapped in one. And he can only rhyme now. And he has to stay in this poem until he learns his lesson. Yep. That's important. We can't gloss over that. The almost entire rest of this episode freaking rhymes. Yeah. It, it's novel. Yeah. And now we, uh, you know, since we're halfway through the podcast and we just got to the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was there. It was a long time before the theme song, though. That's yeah, true. It was, it was longer. Uh, it was pretty fun. So the fucking theme song happened. Phil, what do you think? Dope ass theme song. I'll, I'd, finally, someone's saying it. Uh, <laughs> also... Once that theme song is over, we learn who plays the Ghost Rider. That's true. It's Will Arnett. Will Arnett, Batman, Lego Batman. Bojack we all love himself. Will Arnett. I never seen Bojack. I liked him. You've um, never Lego seen Bojack? Master. <gasps> Bojack is the most accurate Chris. representation of depression I've ever seen in a TV show. That yeah. show say horses. will ruin you. Yeah. Is it? I don't want to watch it then. Well, really it probably good. won't ruin you. It ruined me. If mm. you watch like it's, I think it's six seasons. If you watch all six like at once, it would be a lot. <laughs> if you definitely like pace it out, it's great. You know. Well, now I kind of want to watch. I mean, I like sad stuff. Uh, like you'll Manchester like by the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like sad things. Bojack Horseman and Manchester by the Sea are nearly identical. Are it's, they? It's it's yeah uh, yeah. And like <laughs> or like uh, the inside Lou and Davis. The end is uh, it's sadder than Lou and Davis, I would say, but. <laughs> Bojack is, is definitely funny? yeah, it's really funny, but oh, it's also it's really really dark. Nice. Yeah, maybe I have to watch. It. I'm curious now. It's, it's pretty really honest view of depression, and alcoholism, and yeah, nice losing your life. Well, <laughs> yep. If I ever want to get to that place, maybe we'll watch it. I think the ghostwriter has the moral high ground <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, Daniel's being a huge dick. Yeah, well, he had to learn a lesson. He's and the ghostwriter is teaching him a lesson. I don't think the ghostwriter is a villain at all. No. No, the, but, he, but he's in none prison. of the villains in this episode. I mean, spoiler, but yeah, but also spoiler also, but the ghostwriter gets arrested, and he's the yeah. only one not dick. He's the only one not doing anything wrong in this episode. Holy oh, shit! Yeah. Well, only Danny's the villain. Fuck the, but ghost the little police. white boy gets out. Fuck the ghost police. Fuck the ghost police. NWA, we need a sequel. <laughs> Fuck the ghost police, coming straight from the ghost world. Yeah. How much of NWA is still around? All of them, all except of them. for one. No, well, not all of them. For, we know all of them except for one. That's fair. Is it just easy? Oh, except e. really? Yeah. Because it's uh, Ren, MC Ren, Yella, Ice Cube, Cube, Dr. Dre. Those are all alive. Dre? Dre was part of it? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's where he started. Why didn't I remember that? That's where he got famous. Damn. 
How the fuck did I remember that? Yeah, everyone but uh, EZ died yeah. of his AIDS. Well, yeah. Rest in peace, EZ. Rest in peace, EZ. <laughs> Poor one out. Poor one out. But I, I wrote, why wouldn't they believe Danny? Because Danny comes and tells his friends that he's trapped in a poem. <laughs> and they're like, you stupid bitch. Can you imagine if someone ran up to you and told you they were trapped in a well, poem? Well, not in my life. I don't but care like, if you've seen as much shit as seen Tucker and so Sam They've seen so much have. stuff. Like, Danny's like, there's a ghost yeah, that trapped me in a poem. Yeah, but there's been nothing similar to that. There's no way. Why would they believe that? I don't know. If, you don't think you'd give Danny the benefit of the doubt if he told you a ghost if, was okay, fighting him? If Danny Danny is a ghost, a, go, a half ghost superhero. Yeah. If he came up, to, <laughs> if, if he came up to them and said anything, if if he, if like if he said Bigfoot is trying to suck my toes, <laughs> are you telling me they'd have to believe it just because it's weird? I think you'd believe it at first. I think the benefit of the doubt goes. You think to Danny. they believe it at first? Like you, you wouldn't say no. The proof of ghosts does not equate the proof of Bigfoot, which does not equate the proof of an omniscient narrator. But he's talking about ghosts. He said a ghost writer trapped me in a poem. Ghost writer. <laughs> yeah, a ghost writer. Ghost writer. Well, I don't think they're thinking that. Ghost writers in the sky. I'm just saying it's a little weird that they don't trust Danny at this point. But there was also a, a little bit of a time hiccup. So. Danny had to like peace out back home, hop in the ghost zone with his arm full of yeah. Christmas decorations, and then the ghost rider plopped him back to the mall. Oh yeah, I, I was started. confused about that because I, I thought it like almost implied that Danny went from the mall to the ghost zone. Maybe it's a separate timeline. But then, oh my god! Mm-hmm. But then I wouldn't know how Danny would have done that. This Maybe, is dark, Danny. There's a timeline <laughs> where Danny never figures out the meaning of Christmas. Maybe. Damn. So back at the mall after Danny's plopped in the fucking story, uh, Danny spots his parents uh, at the fucking Santa booth or the, the mall Santa thing, arguing about if Santa's real. Mm-hmm. And they argue, 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 and then the narr- the ghostwriter turns the uh, the reindeer <laughs> alive, and they all fucking start fighting Danny because that would bother Jack the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel I feel like. Um, we wouldn't be doing this episode, a you know, doing it properly if I didn't mention and recount some stories of when I was an elf at Macy's <laughs> yeah. Santa Land for two Christmases. Hell yes. My name, my elf name was Figgy Puddin. Nice. You look like a figgy. Thank you. Uh, I would basically just stand there, and when kids would walk by, I would say hi, and then uh, <laughs> that's it. Did you have the full beard while you were doing that? I don't uh, remember. Uh, this would have been sophomore, junior. Yeah. Junior year for sure. Yeah, I probably did both years. You're a mall I elf. was definitely the like, manly. Oh, like, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Very, like, hey, you know, come on, kid. Like the masculine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sit on the fat man's lap. You were the creature in Harry Potter <laughs> to, to the Dobbies. But there were, like, there were like a few different jobs you'd have, and like some were super fucking easy. Well, I mean, all, everything was easy, but like there was one where you would just sit in a chair and you had like a clicker and you would just click for every single person that nice. enters the exhibit for like nice. you do that like for an hour or two that's easy yeah if you were alone it fucking sucks because you're just sitting there by yourself <laughs> yeah that's too bad yeah you're officially one of santa's helpers i was that was honestly is one of what, the best jobs I ever had is that God. what caused you to lose your faith in santa <clears throat> no uh is there any inside baseball <clears throat> about small santas yeah is it just like that one movie where he's bad, bad Santa. I think it's that one. <laughs> the one with uh, what the fuck is that? Billy uh, Bob. Billy Bob. They guy. try to yeah. pull a heist. Yeah. No. And there's that kid. Uh, teaches a kid to be tough. I think all of the Santas were outside hires. Hmm. 
like they were contract workers and we there's not just a I think there's like a Santa union or something there's like an organization that you can be a part of for like national Santas yeah and you get like licensed and you like are a mall Santa which is like I had a couple friends that did it with me I had an ex-girlfriend that did it with me mm-hmm. which was uh but it was good at the time right it was great for the first year and then the second year when we were no longer together it was not but that's less fun yeah N- spreading Christmas joy that was very awkward but I wrote a dog peed on baby Danny. Oh my gosh. That was a terrible reveal. I, I was <laughs> still reeling from seeing Maddie without the hood. But oh yeah, young, young Maddie. Yeah. She's looking good. No Sorry, hood. Keegan Jones. Did she we acknowledge? Dro- dropped her. Oh. Did we acknowledge when, uh, didn't Tucker like make out with a dog? Yeah. Tucker. I wrote that down, but I didn't Again, found a reason to fucking sexually harass people at the mall. <laughs> and it turns out he has an advanced kissing palette because he closes his eyes and his dog gets all up over him. And he probably accurately guessed uh, that the it ate liver. Whomever he had just kissed had eaten liver for lunch, which is weird. And he was psyched about it. That was a grown mom too, and he just thought <laughs> that he had kissed her. Yeah. I get it. Because of a stupid it. mistletoe hat prank, <clears throat> piece of shit. Jake would Look, get it. milf porn's all the all the all the rage, you know. Is it? <laughs> uh, which segues us right back to Maddie with no hood. Yep. And, yeah, they set their kid on the ground because they're too busy fighting about if Santa's a ghost or not. And, then and they had a family dog. Oh, it was Rest their dog. I thought it was just a strange oh, yeah. dog. They had it's some dead. family dog they never got again. And Do you think that dog is a Danny. ghost now? Probably, Ooh, probably maybe, murdered it. Maybe it'll come back. It's the final boss. Yeah, and then we find out that Sam's Jewish. That's true. At so her point. family celebrates Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's shown by, you know, she's playing with a dreidel. I think that's basically what they had a menorah. Do you think it's yeah. problematic that the rich family's Jewish? Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is that problematic? I don't know. I mean, it's Jews and I mean, money. it's stereotypical. They've been on thin yeah. ice this whole episode, so maybe. <laughs> I don't know who was in the fucking writing room for this one. I used one. to think Hanukkah Butch, was so Butch, we cool. want answers. <laughs> I used to think Hanukkah was so cool. Yeah. What, I still it's do. Because it's long, yeah. Yeah, it's long. They're eight days of presents, yeah. What... What is Kwanzaa? Like, is do I, I you know literally have no Kwanzaa? idea? I think well, it's around the same time Hanukkah is. I want to say. Well, it's like, in the same. Before. Well, it's all in December, right? Yeah, but almost it's like the week before That's Christmas. Why it's called the holidays. Kwanzaa. Is Kwanzaa a specific religion, or is it Kwanzaa is an African American celebration of life from African American? It's a black celebration of life from December twenty sixth to January first. Uh, and a doctor introduced the festival in 1966 to the United States as a ritual to welcome the first harvests to the home. I feel like this quick Google summary does not accurately describe what Kwanzaa uh, wait, is. So, I always wait. thought it was like an African thing. I think yeah. this uh, Google wait. summary also is almost as bad as the failure of fucking public school to teach us know, any us. religion other than the well, Christian-centric I, ones. Look, I, I, sh- I mean, I was taught you know, in elementary school about Kwanzaa, but I don't fucking remember well, this can be our activism for the day. There you go. Can we 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 learned something about Kwanzaa. We used to do arts and crafts of all the this is Kwanzaa. Wait, Christmas. it was so this American doctor created it in '66 during the aftermath of the Watts riots. Whoa, as a specifically actually... African American holiday. Oh, so it's like a modern what? black give, holiday. Give blacks an alternative to the existing holidays and an opportunity to celebrate themselves and their history rather than simply imitate the practice of the dominant society. That makes sense. So it's in like a, Black Christmas. I mean, without I guess, the religion. Roots I feel like I was taught all of schooling that it was like a... Like an African... Like an, yeah, yeah, like me a, too. Well, public school othered the holiday that wasn't 
yeah, white I, Christian party time. Yeah, I didn't know it was American. That's interesting. Huh. That is interesting. Now you know something. Well, Public school, do better. But then again, I don't know if I know anyone who celebrates Kwanzaa. I don't either. But in theory, you could celebrate both then, right? If yeah. you're black, you could celebrate Kwanzaa and then well, Christmas. I mean, you're asking me and Phil, so I don't know. Well, but uh, I want, if it's, I think. Maybe. Listen, this is a podcast. White men have opinions. That's we're doing exactly what we need so to be doing here. Dance so then, <laughs> so then, if that's what Kwanzaa is, does that change our thoughts of how what Sam did? I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> like, I think it's fair to it. It makes like the probability of him applying to Kwanzaa yeah. is probably higher. Yeah, it's still weird to yell at a black guy. This happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, her heart was I've in the right never, place. Yeah, I've never assumed. a Black person celebrated Kwanzaa, but then again, apparently I, mean, I didn't fucking I know what Kwanzaa was. Yeah, until I always right thought now. it was a very specific African holiday and didn't know which country in Africa, so I never thought about yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, I never asked people. But I also don't assume that everyone celebrates like Christmas either. Like I don't walk around saying Merry Christmas to everybody. I fucking do. You did both of us. I do a, I do a Happy Holidays because I always do Merry Christmas. Uh, fuck it. Fuck Starbucks, it. you hear me? Yeah, get out. Put me. it back <laughs> in the cup. Put it back on the cup. So Danny's <laughs> in the fright before Christmas too. We already talked about that. Fuck. Yeah, and then uh oh. um oh so this we're in the flashback so we're learning that uh you know Danny hates this he hates the holidays because this argument between his parents has been going on yeah, since he was ruined every fucking Christmas. baby. They've ruined every Christmas of his fucking life. And so he's been traumatized. Yeah, cuz the turkey attacked him. Yeah. Yeah, he, his parents just keep fighting, but they think it's fun, I think. Like the, yeah. the parents enjoy it. I I where did I write this down? I I wrote down at some point. Um, I guess we can talk about it now. Do you think Jack and Maddie love each other? <laughs> uh, yeah. I think. I mean, what do you think? It's like an arranged marriage thing, or like they're into other stuff. Maybe they're just the only two people who think or they're about sad and as much their as the marriage. Other. Yeah, I mean, mm. they, I don't know if they like. They barely. They rarely seem happy together. Yeah, I guess the show only shows you the bad parts where they're constantly fighting or Jack's fucking Aside from that one episode, uh, they were kind of happy at the end, the uh, camping one or whatever with the... Yeah, or or when... uh, Anytime Vlad comes in to ruin their marriage, they seem pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, though. I think they probably do. Like, but yeah, maybe it is because they only do... They met doing ghost stuff in college. It's a very surface-level relationship. But maybe it's an intellectual thing, and that's what they like. It could be. Could be. So the reindeer fighting Danny at the mall. Yep. More domestic terrorism. The the amount of oh, shit man. that gets blown up in this show <laughs> is crazy. Yes. Like it would be it would be all over the fucking nationwide new international news. There'd be so many fundraisers. Yeah. Change.org petitions. Yep. And I so mean. then Danny defeats the reindeer and then uh all of the town thinks that Danny Phantom was just destroying all of their holiday cheer. Because all the presents floated up through the chimney. Oh, yeah. No, not, not, not yet. That, isn't that later? I believe it's all that the was same. now. Yeah. yeah. And That's then they turned into a giant nutcracker. Yeah. Yeah. I that, let's, let's dissect that a bit, huh? Well, I was going to say a couple, a couple things about it. So you see the scene where all the toys are leaving, and you cut to Lancer, and he's playing with his train yeah and then the train attacks him and the little men hold him down and the train hits him in the face yeah i was like lancer's seen a lot <laughs> yeah like he's been in the butt of most of these like ghost attacks and he's just kind of living through it so i kind of get why he's upset most of the time well i'd be fucking pissed too i don't want to deal with this shit it's fair yeah and then i was 
uh, yeah, toys attack. So then all the toys come together. All these random toys come together, and they make a Nutcracker. I think this was very smart on the Ghostwriter's part, though, to vilify Danny by making it appear as though he'd stolen all the presents because they just float out to greet him. Yeah. And then turn into a boss. Well, that's what I was going to say, though, too, is like, when are they going to believe Danny's good? Because <laughs> I feel like it always sets up that Danny's bad and then something happens and everyone's like, oh, we see now that you were good this whole time. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just. They just forget it after every episode. I just want someone to give Danny the benefit of the doubt because Sam and Tucker don't believe him. He fights the town, and the town's always like, the ghost kid stealing Christmas. It's like, why don't they just trust him at this point? Yeah, I mean, it's also getting to the point where it's like, you know, this episode is very, like, standalone. Yeah. Like, the only, like, continuity part of it, I think, is the fact that Jazz knows about Danny. He does the ghost whale. He does yeah, the ghost true. whale. Which he just learned. Um, But, like, I wonder if after this one it get back, gets back to being more serialized, if it's going to, if people will, like, actually start to warm up to Danny in the town kind of yeah maybe know. but I, I I laughed out loud at the the news about the, <laughs> the trees attacking where he goes tree watch day one I hope there's not day two yeah I was like I wish news did that that'd be yeah. awesome like that'd be really funny if they're like coronavirus update day one I hope there's not another day <laughs> but they don't hope that because that's how they make their money fuck we're looking at you mainstream media fake news excuse me lamestream media you bastard you're part of the lamestream media come on the pod yeah you guys defend your own clear your name Never mind. Real journalism. Um, <laughs> I like that when he fought the Nutcracker, Danny did a freaking Genki Dama. What is that? A spirit bomb. <laughs> this is a Dragon Ball Z reference. Oh, uh, I've never he seen. Did. He, he did. That I saw fucking that. spirit bomb. It was awesome. Oh, where he gets the ball and then mm-hmm. throws it. It was a Genki Dama. I've never seen Dragon Ball Z. Awesome. I've never seen Not Dragon Ball Z, but I played episode. so many of the video games when I was growing up. Hell yeah! Because my stepbrother was super into it. Nice. So he would always play. Is with Dragon me. Ball Z anime? It seems like a good thing for a yeah, stepbrother so. to be in. Is it considered Into- anime by like people that like anime, or is it like well, white yeah. anime? No, well, it isn't is. it? It's based on a manga. It's an anime. Well, I just know there's some animes that people is, say aren't real anime. This is as much as I is, know. Is Avatar anime? I don't. I don't oh, think so. Is it? You're drawing a line in the sand. I have, don't look at me. I don't like an. Well, I don't not like. I don't know anything about anime, so I like like Avatar that kind of stuff. But some people say it's like not. It's not anime. Yeah. We're talking about James Cameron's Avatar, right? <laughs> yeah. No, M. Night. I like, M. Nights. I like <laughs> Avatar. You see that they scrapped a fourth season to do that movie? I don't think that's true, but... You don't think it's true? No. It said that they had plans the to do a fourth season movie? and then they did the live action movie instead. Get the fuck out of town. I don't think that's true. Because, no, it, it, it had a definitive series finale, though. Yeah. yeah, but you could always do more. So did Danny Phantom. But there was a fourth season. Spoilers. I don't know. But they scrapped that because this... Butch wanted to do it, but the network wouldn't. Free Butch. Hashtag Free Butch. <laughs> Just release it on OnlyFans. We released the Butch cut of Danny Phantom. <laughs> Are y'all excited for Snyder Cut? You cowards. No. No. Do either of you care at all? I don't give a damn. I haven't even seen the first one. I hope it's, I hope people like it. I, I don't it's even care. It's a big care. deal. It's I hope people like it. Jeez, I, I wonder if it'll be significantly different. Oh, I'm sure it will be. But do you think, do you think we can get an honest answer at this point? Of... Like, if people like it. Because I've seen the campaign oh. to release it this, this far, and everyone says it's so much better. I think it's going to come out, everyone's going to be like, well, this sucks. <laughs> That'd be um, awesome. <laughs> All those dumb nerds I mean, I think, I think their hopes are going to be up really high. Yeah. I've also, heard a lot about I it. I also have never seen the uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, people didn't like it, right? No. Well, because it was like, Zack Snyder left, like, I don't know. I don't even know if it was like halfway. It might have been less than... Than halfway through production, 
and I'm surprised Joss Whedon like changed the whole thing. I'm surprised they're letting him release it. Yeah, it's no, it's a big fucking deal that they're doing that. That's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't let him. Could probably be, as like a company. They're spending like twenty to thirty million dollars on Whoa. him finishing it. Whoa. Yeah. Could to make be, to make nothing from it. Could this be the beginning of multiple cuts of movies coming out? I don't know. That'd I mean, be interesting. Well, it's weird though, because then you never get like a actual movie. Because now, what's the actual movie? The well, it's just the like the original that, one. It's I just think. like the Kanye West album. Which one? Life of Pablo. I mean, it's just an issue in oh, terms yeah, of like it's... keeping things canon in like this universe they're making too. Yeah. Like if it's just like a fucking standalone movie and they do that, that doesn't matter. But yeah, and then I don't really have a lot of notes between here and the ending it. But he's fighting the Christmas trees. They realize that Danny's missing. So yeah. Maddie springs into action to go help fight the Christmas trees. Yeah, this whole thing was such an elaborate way for the ghostwriter to get back at Danny for yeah. breaking his poem, and also he knows a lot about the kid. Yeah, that stuck that's out to true. me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we mentioned that Danny used the ghostly whale. Yep, killed that's how the he defeated trees. the trees. Um, and then after that, Danny's so tired that he just falls down, and then Maddie comes and saves him or whatever. He almost couldn't home. hold it. His 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 awesome jacket appeared before he unghosted himself. That looked cool, though, because he had the jacket pretty, over his, pretty sweet. his ghost yeah. outfit. Big yeah. fit. Then the writer writes him back into the ghost zone. Did, didn't he give Danny autonomy, though? So Danny's actions are his own, I think. Yeah. But no, the so words he's saying aren't. Yeah. No, and but then Danny, Maddie brought Danny home, and then Danny yeah. decided to go confront the ghost writer. Yeah. So he went to the ghost zone to go fight him. Yeah. And then on his way there, that's when he runs into all of the other ghosts. Because he goes to fight the ghost rider, and the ghost rider goes not so fast, and it makes yep. him instead go to this ghost party where, where the ghost rider hopes he gets his ass kicked. Yeah, and then he learns that uh, there's a ghost truce. Yep. Apparently on Christmas Eve, yeah. the ghosts, uh, they're not violent. They just love each other. It's yeah, they well, all hang out. Yeah, it's a well-recognized ghost holiday. Yep. So is this con- is this confirming that Christianity is right? That's what I was wondering. I, well, it's weird because it's like <laughs> the afterlife yeah. where the yeah. ghosts are. Is the ghost are. zone purgatory? Maybe. I mean, the ghost zone is where the ghosts are after you die, and they all celebrate Christmas. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, does this mean Jesus is real? Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. This is also the most first. very Sue moment. <laughs> He's faced with all of his old enemies. The ghosts of Christmas past, if you will. <laughs> I won't. And <laughs> oh, just kidding. There's a truce. He's not boned. Danny's such a Mary Sue. I don't know what Mary Sue. I don't is. know what Mary Sue is either. But he's got plot armor. Oh, gotcha. Danny um, has a lot of plot armor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's the truce. They're all happy and stuff. And then it seemed like the Ghost Rider didn't know that this was still happening. Yeah, he assumed it would be done, which is which I don't know why he would assume that if it's yeah. been going on forever. But then Presumably. he's so powerful. The Ghost Rider is like a demigod in this realm yeah, because he can just alter all of that. I was wondering what... So is he just a benevolent ghost unless he gets pissed? Because if he's just writing a book by himself, but he has the power to change reality whenever he wants. Yeah, I don't know. Thank goodness he just wants to write bad poems. So then he decides to write in the story that the truce is gone, so then all the ghosts start fighting each other. Not even just fighting Danny. They just start kicking the shit out of each other. It's a free-for-all. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crazy. It was just it was just like a fucking bloodbath. And then in the fight, Danny destroys his keyboard and uh the story s- seems like it would end and then the ghost writers arrested, but then as the ghost writers arrested and being taken away by the ghost cops, he says something like the story is not over yet, not until you learn your lesson. 
Yep, yep. And it yep. still rhymed, so that's how he knew. Yep. Yeah, because Danny, Danny was clever and realized that if he held, held up an orange, the ghostwriter couldn't rhyme it. Yep. Did he do that on purpose? Yeah. Okay. Because he grabbed he, it and he goes, ha and he like shoves it so the ghostwriter couldn't think. Nice. And then, yeah, so then Danny breaks his keyboard and the ghostwriter's like, the only two ways this can end is if I type a finished ending, which I can't now, or you learn your lesson. So now Danny has to learn his lesson. And, you know... So how does he? How does he do that? He heads back to the 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 real world. And does some quality simping. Yeah, he just looks in the window of Tucker's house, <laughs> and then Tucker sees him skulking away or sulking away, yeah. and then he calls Sam, and then Danny's just about to kill himself. Is what I wrote. Because <laughs> oh. he's just like alone, sadly walking in the with sad of the music. Yeah, in the everything's destroyed. In the snow in the dark. Yeah. yeah, and then he goes to sit with the ashes of the Christmas he ruined, and then Sam and Tucker appear, and they're like. It's okay, Danny. And Danny's like, no, I'm just the worst boy ever, and I ruined Christmas. And but then, yeah, then who and then also appeared? Fucking box ghost. The hero we need. All the ghosts. Yeah. They come and they're like, Danny, the truce is still on. We're going to help you save Christmas. So all the ghosts and Danny, save Christmas. So a little convenient for me. Well, is it because Danny learned his lesson in that moment that they were allowed to come back? Or do you think Danny could have not learned it and they still would have helped him? I don't know. I I was pretty confused. This is an alternate timeline. I'm digging my heels in on this. Yeah, but they came back and they helped him because the box fixed all the presents. Uh, the lunch lady, his wife, gave him like all their favorite meals, and then yeah, <laughs> the the wish ghost, the hot one, fixed all the trees. That's true. Because Danny wished they would go back to normal. It yeah. was it was one of those like maybe humans are the monsters. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> no, all the ghosts were happy and nice and helpful. Yeah, and one night a year. Fentons are just fighting. Everyone's vilifying Danny. It would be nice. I guess we kind of have it that way. But it's like if we had a reverse purge, like the ghosts do, where we, there's just one night where like no one did any crime. But I guess they're probably. I'd have That'd to look awesome. into it. There's probably not a lot of crime on Christmas. I think it's kind of like a. I don't know. That's very interesting. Like there's probably not a ton. Because A, there's less crime in the winter, but B, probably people are chiller. Mm. There's still some, I'm sure, but it's probably lower. But who knows? Look but it then up. it's also the thing where it's like people know that people will be like at their relative's house on Christmas, so that's the day that they can steal shit. Yeah, I know there's a lot of crime leading up to Christmas because people steal packages because they know everyone's going to be getting pretty mm. expensive mm. gifts delivered. So people are stealing it. But I wish I had one day, you know, no one would do crime. A reverse Thieves yeah. honor. I really like that. There's a little boy that we forgot to mention that loves Danny. <laughs> oh, and yeah. When Danny's fixing his house, he lifts him to top of the tree with the star. Yep. And I was like, would you let a ghost carry your child six feet in the air? I, I was wondering, like, if the mom walked in, what the <laughs> fuck would she think? It was like a ghost just holding her boy up. Uh, and then, yeah, they, they let Danny go back to his house. Uh, and they're like, the ghost shield prevents us from getting in. You have to fix this yourself. And then Danny goes in. Fixes the stuff. He like and apologizes to yeah. his parents, and then it's a nice happy ending. And his family is like, "Oh, we knew you'd come around." And then uh, the ghosts are all waving at him outside, and the dad thinks it's Santa or ghosts, and he goes to fight him. And she's like, "No, that's Santa." So the parents make up, and then the ghosts fly away. But you see in the sled of the ghosts, the little boys in it. Really? <gasps> Did you see what? that? No. I'm gonna show no. you after we're done. We're no. done. The the video. It shows the sled and everyone's waving. The little fucking boy Danny picked up is just in the sled. Oh my gosh! Maybe they he was kidnapped a ghost him. All they along. kidnapped him. That's that was their. It's like the White Walkers. Whoa! Oh, they shit. took the boy as their slave. Holy! Oh my god! Shit. It's like Pizzagate. Do you think he'll come? Oh my god! Do you think he'll come back? <laughs> I'd as, probably as not. Some kind of haunted final boss. 
That would be Christmas boy. Unreal. Yeah, real. That's wild. What? Okay, was this established earlier in the series that Jack Fenton's favorite food is slop? <laughs> Danny gave him for a Christmas present. A oh yeah, purple Tupperware full of. Uh, well, he said a brand oatmeal name. at best. Was it oatmeal? He said a brand name. Really? I was searching for any clue he, as he, to what he that ate was. It and then said, "Mmm, something that rhymed oh. with the word Danny said." But I'd never heard of it. Interesting. Yeah, Danny just feeds his dad slop that he downs by the bucket. Do you think that's on the, do it. the wiki? What it was? Yeah, is it canonical what his no, favorite food is? No, I looked it up. <laughs> the only thing on the wiki says it lists all the ghost reindeer's names. That's right. They were the most metal names. It's Spooky Specter, Death Hoof, Thrasher, Maimer, Vicious, Blood Antlers, and Slasher. Death Hoof. Uh, it's all sound like bands. Sounds and like the best Slayer album ever. David Kaufman, I think, was it's either a writer or another showrunner on the show, but he said this is his favorite episode. Nice. So it's a good episode. I you like can tell a lot went into it. Yeah, it was a fun. Well, and they, they didn't have to do the plot, so it's like you could just kind of fuck around. That's fair. And like have fun. But and Will Arnett is a big get. <gasps> was he oh, back no. then? That rhymed. Do you guys think we're probably not? Well, no, when, well, when did he get famous? Yeah, this would have been uh, Arrested Development time. He probably did a couple seasons of that before this. I've never seen Arrested Development. Yeah. <laughs> First three seasons are really good. Uh, third season is pretty problematic now. but uh, I am shocked that I've seen things you haven't, because I haven't seen shit. Chris didn't watch anything. I watched so much stuff. You watch movies. No, you watch I watch a lot of things. What do you mean? You, I, you, I feel like you never see movies. I don't watch I've movies you watch. I've never seen movies. Name a movie. I haven't seen it. Well, part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, I think that's the episode. Yeah, that was the episode. It was, it was, it was front-heavy. It was a front-heavy episode. Yeah, well, it's also one of those things where it's a Christmas special, so you know it's going to end well. That's true. But it was nice. I think it was a good Christmas special. I always like when shows do Halloweens and Christmas specials. The best one, I think, is the Halloween heist. Oh, for Brooklyn Nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fun special I look forward to. But, no, I like this episode. I think it was fun. I would have enjoyed it, which I did as a child on Christmas. That's true. I didn't like it. Why do you <gasps> like it? Controversy. It's, it was too easy. It's a Christmas special. There's a lot of get out of jail free cards. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't know. It's a Christmas special. All of feeling good and learning a lesson. Easily. This ghost was way too powerful by the ultimate too. timeline theory. Uh, uh, what was the moral that Danny had to learn? It was that don't you be a fucking ass. It's basically like don't punch holes in your bedroom wall if you're an angry little boy. Yeah. Except yeah, and I think it was his like his bedroom wall is a hell full of ghosts. <laughs> I also think it was like it's not about you. That's true. Because a bunch of other people enjoyed Christmas. It's about Christmas. how much your parents want to fight on a holiday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I enjoy it. I'm not going to be biased by how tired we all are. It's a good It's a good episode. I feel great. So I'm what do you think? Should we get to, down to it and rate the episode, Just huh? Throw some numbers out. Uh, on this pod, we, we we rate uh, episodes of Danny Phantom. Out of 20, Each there's four categories. Each category is out of five points, which adds up to the 20 that I mentioned prior. Uh, let's talk about how friggin' spooky this episode was, huh? Mm. Phil, how spooky was the episode? I'll give it a... Hmm. Hmm. I was going to say three, but Jeez. I think I got to say two. Yeah. Bolstered, buoyed, if you, if you will, by the sick-ass metal reindeer names. That made it spooky for you? Yeah. They were the well, spookiest part. I think it's hard because I think the episode... I think plot-wise it's really spooky, but it's inside of a Christmas special. Mm. So like all of it's happy and brightly colored and candy coated. It's cheery. So I'm like, I wasn't scared ever, but the stakes are kind of high. Yeah. Like Danny was stuck in a poem that he couldn't get out of, but his 
demigod in the ghost zone. Yeah. When so, the whole town was mad three. at him, I was scared because I felt like it was happening to me. So I'd say one. It's too bad. So we got a one, right. two, three. Two yeah. it is. Meet it at two. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about how 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 many goddamn giggles we get we had during this show, huh? Mm. How how funny was the episode, Phil? What do you think? N- not outstanding compared to a lot of Danny Phantom episodes. It was. I didn't remember it as being a funny episode. It was just yeah. Cool. I remember like one, maybe two laughs. There's yeah. There's a couple laughs, but I'll give it a I'll give it a soft two. Chris, I'm giving it another three. Nice. I'm gonna say two. <gasps> Sounds like right a two. It's a four. Total. Right a two. Uh, let's talk about the lovey dovey factor. How romantic was the episode, mm. Chris? I guess a one. A one. Right. Was there any? No. There was. I mean, it made us question Jack and Maddie's love. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a one. There was some. Uh, or are you gonna go zero? Yeah. There was some. I mean, there was some incredibly vague romantic tension between Sam and Danny when they were arguing. Well, also Tucker sexually. That's know. true. There was a big kiss yeah. with a dog. <laughs> the big kiss with a dog. That's romance is one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, let's talk about the soap opera score. How dramatic and serialized was it, Chris? Mm. I'll say it too. Phil, I, I'm going rogue. I'm giving this a four. Nice. It was not. It was barely serialized, but it did have new elements such as the ghostly whale and the other thing that you mentioned, which I already forgot. That's also carried through. Jazz knows. That's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh. So there's a little bit of serial element. Maybe that fucking kid will come back as a villain later. <laughs> and it was deeply... It's more serialized than the Halloween special. It was deeply dramatic. There's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of emotional shit happening. Danny had a whole goddamn journey. Mm-hmm. The town was all mad. Four. I'll, I'll adjust mine to three just because the Halloween special was clearly in the face of the plot. Like, it didn't matter anything. At least mm. this still progressed inside of the plot. It's just a nice palate cleanser from mm. the ultimate enemy. That's a firm point. So I'll give it well, I'm going to be Scrooge and give it a zero. Scrooge. I don't know why you're so mad today. I don't think, I don't know, I, I, I don't think it's the heat. there was anything particularly dramatic about it. I don't think it was serialized, like, at all. Uh, <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just wasn't, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll go down here, too, then. So Man, it brings seven. it to a seven out of twenty. That's wild. It's a good episode. I agree. It's cool. You remember the hol- what, what did the Halloween one get? I don't know. I'll I think a up. nine, maybe. I feel like a four. The, was yeah, the Halloween one was, was, was maybe rough. it was also a seven. I hope not. Come on, be a seven. Look. That'd be awesome. Uh, the Halloween episode, so the lowest one we gave anything was a four. Oof. So yeah, Halloween was a four. Oh. The one before it was a five. There's another six. This is a seven. Well, here we go. Go give it a seven. Wow. Dang, Butch. What a great episode, huh? I bet Butch fully believes in this scoring system. <laughs> sure, you just live it. That's all we have. I, I don't even believe in the score. That's all, <laughs> have, that's all we have. The coolness factor was very present. Yeah. And, again, I'm a big Christmas boy, so well, I'm biased. You are a big Christmas boy. So what did you learn, Phil? What did you learn from this episode? I learned... Oh, boy, what did I learn? I learned a lot about the ghost ecosystem. <laughs> Uh, their observance of Christian holidays and truces. They have a parlay. Ghosts and pirates. 
They have a lot in common. Imagine ghost pirates. If you say parlay on Christmas in front of a ghost ghost pirate, huh, you're not fighting. There there was a ghost pirate right there. There we go. Nice. There we go. Uh, And yeah, you know, it's obviously it's Christmas in July right now. And then maybe when the traditional Christmas rolls around, I'll be reminded of the journey that young Danny went on to quit being a little prick. That would do us all a a little good. (laughs) (laughs) But if you like this episode of the podcast, you should follow us at uh, Go and Ghost Pod on Instagram or email us any comments, questions, and concerns. And if you disagree with Jake on the rating today, email us at goandghostpod at gmail.com. You Jake. can also email me with comments, questions, and concerns. I can't promise anything, but... Yeah, you can email Phil at <laughs> goandghostpod at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll, we'll relay it. <laughs> but uh, Jake, do you have anything now? Do you want to talk uh, about a show? I don't know what? I don't have Did a show. show go well? Oh, yeah, it went well. Uh, Everyone probably came. Uh, we'll do it again in August. You have to pay for it this time, you fucking suckers. But uh, <laughs> should have listened. Yeah, <laughs> Phil, do you have anything you want to plug in I'm, your apartment? I'm, I'm watching Better Call Saul. Nice. Um, which is uh, it's nice. Come live with me in St. Paul. <laughs> if you're in St. Paul, Minnesota, and you like Phil's opinions, reach out to him on Instagram. Beautiful location. I like this house a lot. It's a ton of potential. I'm gonna host an art exhibition in the basement. Whenever it's safe for people to gather together again. In basements, which never has In basements. But no, Corona. That's true. And join us next week for season two, episode 11 of Danny Phantom. Where? Thanks, everybody. He's a phantom.